Welcome to Recommissioned, a bi-weekly podcast where we go back to watch Battlestar Galactica. Each week, I'm joined by my good pal Matt, who has only seen the episodes up to the one we're covering. Now, I've seen them all. And on this week's episode, we bring you Season 3, Episode 12, Rapture. It's quite a leap of faith you've made there, Captain. And if it involved your family only, I'd say it was brave. But you've put the entire fleet in jeopardy. Are you aware of that? If you hadn't lied... and stolen our baby in the first place... We wouldn't be here at all. Once upon a time, I went looking for some game. Well, looking to, all right? Looking to, <laughs> looking to dredge up some game because I was a little hungry in my belly. But you know what happened? I had trouble locating game. I was getting real skinny. So I just... Ran through the field and hooted and hollered and all them monies came popping up. <laughs> and I went, damn, there's going to be a feast tonight. <laughs> what yeah. is this character? <laughs> this is, uh, I used to be hungry. Now I got food in my belly, character now, Matthew. All we had to do was just put those little listeners over our knee a little bit. <laughs> Give him a little slap of pants. A little spanky on the bow honey, they called it, where I come from now, you hear? And they say, thank you, Daddy. May I have and they novel? said, oh, we're happy your daddy's belly's full tonight because we didn't want to get a licking again. So we all came out and we came up with 22 comments. Count them. Ooh. Ooh, sweet pig we're going to eat tonight. That's nice. That's real nice. But I tell you, the thing about getting hungry is you keep on getting hungry. And I only see two little bunnies in the live show. That could <laughs> Ooh, spell that's a, my belly to rumble. I say that could spell a disaster for a certain podcast I know. <laughs> Papa needs to eat his rabbits. <laughs> I don't know what the Many fuck just happened to feed Papa's gluttonous belly. <laughs> Papa don't want to be able to see his belt buckle now. <laughs> Wrapped around <laughs> his hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well. Well, so you, you if, know, if, if, you're following learned, the, if, yeah, if you're following the meta plot <laughs> of the recommissioned, soon-to-be-decommissioned podcast, That's then true. you would know that... Matthew and I put the listeners right over our knee last time. Gave them a little paddling. now, with their bohines freshly tanned up real nice. Yeah, I know. But, oh, yeah. You know, it never lasts, right? They, they forget the pain. The but humiliation. Like, but, but, but Brand can't see you sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your other fucking show. Uh-huh. It'll be on HBO Go next week. Yeah. <laughs> four up to four in the live chat. All right, we're gonna keep a we're gonna keep a our finger on the pulse. <laughs> Ooh, Sean, be careful. Tread lightly. <laughs> be careful, cause when Daddy's hungry, little Sean, he gets real, real unreasonable. You might <laughs> ornery. He gets real ornery like a 
bear in the woods and you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Be coming for you. <laughs> That's right. Papa needs well, to eat his little rabbits. But that aside, whatever that was, I don't know. That's just, I didn't think about that ahead of time. So <laughs> I could tell. Whatever it went, I was just like, I don't know what this is going to be, but I don't and the know. finest and mad TV writers behind that bit. Ah, boy. Beautiful. I heard my throat doing it. Sucking down some water. Woof. <laughs> yeah. The things I do for this podcast, no one listens to. I tell you. You thought it was over yeah, last really, week. This is, do we just fucking like whoa, hit whoa, whoa. the late stage of marriage on this podcast? We're really just letting it all fucking hang out now. <laughs> they thought, oh yeah, you thought we didn't take craps in front of you. And we crap with the door open now. Okay. Door open newspaper in this house, reading. I piss when I want to piss and I shit when I want to shit. I don't care if you're doing your hair, listeners. I'm taking a shit. So, yeah, I'm a hell. I might even ask you to go grab a piece of fried chicken from the kitchen to bring to me while I'm on the toilet. It might be a while. <laughs> That's romance. I might tell you to hop into your Buick, go down to the KFC, and cook me up extra Krispies. <laughs> I might just do that. You go drive down to KFC, you put the phone up to the speaker, and I'll tell them how many double downs I need. <laughs> and I ain't moving from the shitter. That's right. Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that scene in Rapture where Lee's the horrible monster. <laughs> oh, baby. Rapture. Well, we Rapture. got the continuation. We found out what happened with the nukes. Dude, I'm coming out of the gate strong right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happen in this episode, A and I think lot. it's really good. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, so I much shit happens. So much shit happens. Um, and to be honest, I, this is the first episode in a while where I almost felt a little overwhelmed with how much happened. I was like, hey, whoa, wow, we are like really, I feel like a lot of like threads that had been started and dangling for a while all got yanked together at once in this episode. And I was like, whoa, a little bit of whiplash here, guys. That was a lot dumping in at once. Um, but there's still a lot I like here. A little bit of a head spinner of an episode. And I'm still, this is it not is. one of those episodes yep. where I come in going, <clears throat> I kind of don't know how I feel about this one. There's a lot I like, but it's a weird one. It's a weird episode, too. It is definitely weird. But weird. um, yeah, man, I think it's, I think it's, it, for me, it's a head spinner kind of in a good way in that I'm like, whoa. So let's go down the bullet lists. <laughs> all right. Of all the things that happen. Well, got your baby back on board. You got Hera's your baby back. back on board. You got three getting herself boxed and into trouble. That's you some got, crazy shit. You got Gaius back on the fleet. You have a six on the fleet. Yeah. You got Hera back. You got this connection with Starbuck in the eye of Jupiter. That one, dude. That's the one that threw me for the biggest loop at the end. Right? You got Rosalind being a see you next Tuesday. Good <laughs> <laughs> old and you got um, Gaius being told he is the chosen one, Matthew. The chosen one. There's a lot going on, pal. But it's like, yeah, let's go. Let's get this thing going to the second half of the sh- of the whole series, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> um, and then now. you got the Lee subplot that I don't care about. The, the, the <laughs> romance the, thing. Will they, won't they? They're already doing it quadrangle of boring love that we have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it's gone on too long, I'm afraid. 
It's, it's yeah, that's the problem. With it. I'm like, I'm not even against the underlying like dramatic tension and the possibilities that are there. Right. But this has been going on for a while. I'm like, eh. It's weird you know. because it's like you, you would imagine with very strong emotions on the table that you would have to. It can't just go away unsight, unsound. Am I saying no. that right? Sight unseen? That's what I'm trying to say. It I can't just know. go away sight unseen. It can't just go away sound on sound with sight seen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't have that. You can't go away cycling cinder, sinister sound scene. <laughs> this mixing metaphors bullshit you're doing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. It's It can't just be tucked away neatly. It can't be uh, shunted away. I mean, it has to be, we can't be like, weren't they fighting? Why are they like, everyone's fine again? That obviously doesn't work. Right. Um, yeah, no, that would be insane. And when I say I, it, goes, it goes on long, I think what I'm really trying to express to you is that I'm just kind of overly with the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Kind of I, I, I keep waiting for the, the time when Dwallis is going to show up with papers and just be like, here you go, fucking loser. I'm like, yeah, Finally. Yeah. Fuck this guy. I want her to just throw Anders down and just get to work. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> she just serves Lee papers and a single VHS cassette that when she when he puts it in the v, VCR, because, you know, they're using old technology here. It's a, v, a VHS cassette with no corners. Correct. Uh, pops it into his fucking VHS, and it's yeah. just a dead close-up shot of her reverse cowgirling the <laughs> shit out, out of Anders. <laughs> Always reverse with you. Yeah, it's a good time. Never just a regular cowgirl, huh? You can do it. Hey, who says you can't go back and forth? Well, I don't know. You only Why ever say reverse. It's like it's like you discovered it and you just love talking about it. Well, because how can she not look at the camera if you're not doing reverse, Dean? Come on. Think about the logistics of this. And what is she doing? Like boxer, like like jab feints while she rides him. Like <laughs> take that, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you never did it like this, Lee. <laughs> she's fucking shadow boxing. She's just like bing, bam, 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 up and down on him, just doing the shadow straight boxing. Cross, and then she gives him like the double peg offs, and then she's yeah. <laughs> to and to completion, yes, yeah. She goes, "Oop, I think someone just came," and then hits stop on the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Savage, That's it. utter savagery. Savage, but and I mean, she it. deserves it. She gets to have that, as far as I'm concerned. She's Fuck like, I late. didn't, but I don't care. <laughs> well, what have we got, man? We've got we've got to talk about so this much. episode. Yeah. So well, I mean, we kind of dive right into the uh, the cliffhanger from last week. Of all right, I'm going to point nukes at my fucking son. Mm-hmm. Call these Cylons out. I'm going to blow his goddamn face off, and I don't give a frick. I'm going to melt my kid. (laughs) I think he's going to scream before he turns to ash, and I don't care. (laughs) That's it. So we pick up from there, and uh, he keeps proceeding on with with arming the nukes, getting the fucking key ready. Everything's ready to go, and we got back into the, uh, the Cylons debating. Isn't this very much a, like, this is always the war tension. This is the, and, and, it, and it's war, it's a trope, but I mean it in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, this, this is, is like the, the nuclear submarine tension movie. Give me that missile key, <laughs> right. Mr. Hunter. Right. Gene Hackman punches Denzel in the face. <laughs> Beautiful. It's kind of what it is, right? It is. And I mean, this is the stuff I love in this show is, is those, those moments of extreme what will happen, calling each other's bluff. Everybody's on their respective, you know, control decks. Military, uh, mili- yeah, oh, it's the shit. military tension, the, uh, as it were. 
Beautiful. And um, yeah, we we cut to the silence arguing. Let's talk about this argument. This uh, this, this is, is them stuff, just trying man. to figure out is he going to do it? But they must know. I mean, they they must sense. I mean, even Roslyn isn't sure, and that's that's one of the things I like about it. Right. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty big. I mean, do you think he's bluffing? Do you think he pulls the trigger if they sent down the entire heavy raider uh, squadron? It's a great question. I mean, it's oof, it's a hell of a it's a hell of a bluff if you're not going to do it. His patterns today would suggest he wouldn't sacrifice a few for many, even though he says he would. We've only ever really seen Ty kind of do that. Yeah, and we've really only In ever fact, seen Adama, uh, Adama sacrifice do many the opposite. For one. Right, yeah. right. Do the opposite. Um, exactly. I I think I had the feeling I had the feeling he was going to. Yeah. Like I, we'd never know because the writers wouldn't do something quite that bold at this point. And it was, I mean, the one thing I'll, I'll give it is that it was so singularly him. Like he didn't really discuss it with anybody. He didn't discuss it with Rosalind or Ty. He was just like, all right. Yeah, he knew Ty was right. Going. He's like, like yes, if he's burn him up. And that was it. Fuck it. Burn him up. Civvies. <clears throat> but the Cylons all come to the conclusion of turn them back. Turn them back. It's not worth it. We, you yeah. know, they're based, they don't believe he'll do it, but they still, I guess, in their Cylon calculations, think the risk is overall too high. Mm-hmm. And they can, they can turn back the risk by turning back the, the Raiders. And this is where Deanna is basically sealing her fate. Dude, she breaks ranks hard right here. Right. She's like, well, they won't attack one ship. And, and what they don't show you, which I appreciate, is, is I would imagine after this, they're all going, why did she send the ship? Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think uh, we have a listener comment of one of our one of us um, talking about. Hold on, that we have a that, what? Wait, what? We have a what? Oh, did my connection get shitty? I said we have a, a listener comment. Whoa. Uh, somebody saying, huh? Wow, a listener comment? Yeah, huh? I'm not going to read it right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just but remember, there is one. No kidding. Oh yeah, no, it exists. It's there. Huh? That's crazy. I saw it with my own eyes. Got past all the crickets. Um, but did no, you find I, uh, was, Earth for them while you were at it? Wait, what? Did you find Earth while you were at it? <laughs> <laughs> now I can't fucking hear you. You can't hear me? For a second there. I said, did you find Earth while you were at it? Nah. Oh, damn. Nah. Still drifting. All right. I figured if you find a listener comment, your chances of finding Earth were about the same. <laughs> it's it's too rare. <laughs> but no, they they were saying that they felt they felt like this showed Cavill's like uh, kind of like undue influence, and especially his decision later on with uh, Deanna in this episode that he has kind of an outsized say compared to the other Cylons. But I didn't get that impression. I got the impression that right after you know Deanna has that thing where she's like, "See, I told you they wouldn't do that for one ship, and that's not the way they do it in South Africa," um, and just walks away. They all turn to each other and are like, this is not good. You know, mm-hmm. she, she defied us. She defied the group. And I imagine, you know, we cut away from them after that, but I imagine that conversation continues to be a whole group agreement of, yeah, she's, uh, she's done. We're done with this model. Mm. Yep. I, I think, think that's so pretty much it. Yeah. But um, Adama's threat works minus the one. Minus the one, which just carries a Cavill, a Deanna, and our boy Baltar. Hmm. Indeed. But yeah, she says, I think her reason is we have something to do, but she's kind of vague. Yeah, very. And then we get down to the beautiful, intelligent, hardworking Duala down on the planet, getting it done. Getting it fucking done, covered in dirt, following mm. orders. Yep. Foxfire one out. 
She's hanging out with this soon to be face blown off in a, an homage to what? Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> That's what I was it thinking. Really was, it really was, wasn't it? It really was. Like, ah, wait, get on that radio. Oh, no face. No face. <laughs> Dog one is not over. Over. Repeat. Ugh. <laughs> God. Dog one is definitely not open, but your face is gone. So that's a bummer. Yikes. Dog one is not open, but head is. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, well, that is actually the exact thing I thought of when it happened. I was like, God, that's so saving Private Ryan on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I guess so. before we, we get down to uh, to the planet side and all that action, we got we to gotta talk about Hilo and Sharon. Right. How committed are you, baby? Oh, right. Sorry. They do say something. The Cylons do say something pretty important. Um, it's like she's not coming to the Jupiter. It's all about her. We may have to do something. Right. Yeah. That's what That's what makes me think this, this converse, that is the conversation that continues on to yep. them all agreeing that, yeah, this one, we're done with this whole line. Yeah. Commitment, huh? Boy. <laughs> Boy. Fucking shoot me. Yeah. Come on. If you'd love me, you'd shoot me in the chest. If you love me, you'd just kill me. Yeah. Come on, do it. Rip my face off. Yeah. It'll be it'll be romantic. That's one of like, our favorite characters. Uh, my favorite characters that we do. Which I guess would be goth groupie girl who wants to basically be he killed and murdered to <laughs> have love shown. is being brutally murdered by a vampire. Yes, exactly. Fucking rip my throat out, yeah. And I don't know why <laughs> yeah. she says yeah every time, but she does. She's excited about it. She's, She's real happy. <laughs> Meanwhile, these guys aren't excited. Teal's like, why? No, I don't wanna. I don't wanna <laughs> shoot you. <laughs> he's resisting pretty hard uh, at well, first he's even saying let's just steal a raptor and fly over to the base star ourselves." <laughs> which is like that's just dumb on its face like nah come on <laughs> they're just gonna blast you out of the sky mm-hmm. you're gonna get close yeah but yeah the decision finally comes down where we realize she's going to let Hilo shoot her and resurrect on board the base star or on the resurrection ship yeah that's um that's slick yeah, that's some ballsy shit right there. It's a because, slick move. Well, my fear right away was like, are they just going to, as soon as she's on board, just imprison her or deactivate her like in a more permanent way? And that's, that'll just be that. They're like, yeah, you're the traitor one. Fuck you. We don't, we're not going to talk to you. I was like, I guess they still want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... Um... Dude, this scene took me by surprise, though. I, I was definitely in shock from when he <laughs> holds her close and then splatters her blood all over the wall behind her. Also, Yikes. you're going to blow her away in your bedroom, you weirdos? Psychos. Dude, go to the cargo deck. Right? Go to, like, a cargo hold and shoot her. The cleanup's going to I mean, like, three weeks later, she's going to be like, oh, look, at there's a piece of my stomach. <laughs> look what I found. <laughs> oh, oh, no, Harris playing with a piece of mommy's stomach. No, put it down. That's a choking That's hazard. That's what made you sick the first time. <laughs> like, dude, you, this is where you do it. Stop. <laughs> right here. <laughs> you can have fucking crime scene cleanup crew in your bedroom. Yeah, and, and like she, she has the uniform on. Like, they don't think about the logistics of this. It's not poetic, Dean. Come on. Yeah, shoot me in my uniform. I'll die of glory. <laughs> shoot me in my white fluffy pirate shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do it. <laughs> Come oh, to my boy. house and kill my parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dance around with their severed heads. Yeah, do it. Come on, kill them with a sledgehammer. Yeah. 
And then we'll have sex in the room next to him while they're dead. Yeah. This is just now like a creepy girl obsessed with serial killers girl. The same thing. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. But uh, yeah. Oh, she's dead. Super dead. But not really, though. Not really. They bagged her up. And um, Madaba's concern is, well, she, you know, she might not have a choice in being part of the information she has, right? We have to remember that Adama says it, but he doesn't really go at Hilo hard here because I think he knows better. I think he knows it's not a wise move. I think he understands his part in this whole thing a little bit more than Rosalind does because she gets a little uh, high mad in. Hilo puts her right in her place. Yes, yeah. uh, indeed. And I, and I think it's go, unspoken. Hilo. It's one of those. It's an interesting moment for Adama because it's kind of like like you're saying. Like he's not going to go too hard on Hilo because I think he sympathizes with Hilo, and also he does have a lot of faith in Sharon. You know, he doesn't talk about it as much anymore now that she's a Cylon. It's become a controversial <laughs> issue. Uh, <laughs> but I think he's always felt really close to her and trusted her. And I think deep down, he's like, yeah, I actually do think she can get the job done. But he doesn't want to say that in front of Rosalind. So he's kind of like, I can't say either thing to either of you. I'll just be like, well, you know that wasn't the right thing to do. (laughs) Kind of like principle (laughs) manner of speaking. But dude, yeah, this moment when Hilo just fucking stands up, reminding us how fucking big he is. Yeah, dude. We never would have been here if you hadn't stolen our baby and lied to us. Yeah. He's not wrong. Take that, you uppity bitch. (laughs) By the way, hey, real quick, Rosalind, go back to Colonial One. Hilo doesn't need fucking five bosses, okay? He's got a couple of bosses, uh, right? He's got Lee Adama and uh, this other... He's, the Adamas are his boss. Not you. You don't yeah. run the military. Colonel I don't need Ty. you. Get out of here. Why are you here? <laughs> Get, beat it. Hit the bricks, lady, before I shine up your beak for you. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> don't be this, coming back asking about no TPS reports. Honest to God, though. Get out. This isn't your place to discipline Hilo. Do you... That's so... You're undermining Adama. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Just so you yeah. know, you're probably real in danger. Cool. Line up the whole crew to tell me. Dude, that's kind of something we've never talked about before. No. The fact that we got to start. There, I'm sick of this bitch. <laughs> but to say that the civilian fleet is so small and Psych, even it's you know, not. the, the it's military way bigger than the military, military is just what's up? It's way bigger than the military, the civilian. Oh, the civilian fleet, yeah, but I mean, still, even that, the total population right now is like, what, 41,000 something? And, you know, the, all of the military is one big ass ship, really. Like, society, human society is so fucking small that the president, the fucking president is just kind of meandering around amongst all this shit. Like, they're probably, she's probably scolding fucking shopkeepers on civilian ships. Like, <laughs> why, why am I getting this from the president? <laughs> Fuck. You have nothing else to do. Just beat it, lady. Fuck you. Like, this really is a military issue. This is a, okay, 100%. you know, this is some, you know, a military officer technically shot another military officer, but eh, they're a Cylon, so it kind of doesn't count. We know they're still alive, but that's against protocol and it could be dangerous. But I'm like, this isn't, this isn't, call the president, get them on the line. Like, no, this is a military issue. I, I get the shit, like, um, I, I'm, I'm saying that. I also understand the meta aspect of the storytelling in the show is going to be anything interesting is probably going to be taking place amongst the larger part of the military 
crew because that's the characters yeah. we care about. Oh, so sure. they need to get her involved with that if they expect the character to get anything to do. But it's also like, come on, lady. All we can do is hope that your wife is worthy of the unconditional trust you place in her, Lieutenant cool. Agathon. Probably go do some reports. <laughs> Get some legislation on your desk. Need yeah. to do anything? Figure it out, though. Because I'll be over here managing my people. You go ahead and manage your people. Oh, wait, Billy's dead. Then go manage the other broad. What do you want to tell you? <laughs> other little shitty pencil pushes. Hey, look, Billy's dead because he got involved in a military affair. Whoopsie. <laughs> Oops. He got domed. <laughs> and you're about to be dead, too, as Hilo fucking ground and pounds you to death. <laughs> He's so huge compared to you. <laughs> Never felt like more of a man than beating to death that 62-year-old woman. <laughs> Just crushing her eyeglasses into her face <laughs> while Adama fucking hopelessly flails on his back like a woman at a domestic call. <laughs> what fucking picture are we painting? <laughs> 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 just Hilo gone ape shit. Just he fucking Matt, tears the shirt off. Chimpanzee fucking like hammer strikes. <laughs> Jesus. Roslyn's head just Mystic River bouncing off the floor. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Just like, what is this show? This is horrible. <laughs> oh my God. It got so out of hand. He stands up just fucking covered. <laughs> Heaving. Yeah. My baby. He's got the white, he's got the whale eye, like the hair all in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of scratches from her initial defense. <laughs> Short-lived <laughs> three seconds of defending before the blackness <laughs> took over. Uh, you yeah, those couple of scratches before the lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeez, dark. So dark. <laughs> Hilo is, but but Hilo is really hurt because Dom was like pounding on the back of his head. But Dom is like hit broken hand and he's screaming for the guards and clutching <laughs> his God, chest. Hilo, what have you done? <laughs> clutching his chest because Sharon put three in him. <laughs> God damn. Oh, fuck. Man, oh, my this God. It's a weird show all of a sudden. <laughs> Just fucking, where's Jerry Springer? <laughs> Springer, call a SWAT team. He was gone ape. <laughs> I like I like this subplot we've invented of Hilo is like their secret Hulk, just the fucking secret That's weapon so who could explode. Sick. I love it. And basically, the way he dies is he's charging down the hallway into a hail of gunfire as they fire at him from behind cover. <laughs> it's you know what it is. It's the fucking. It's Bruce Lee at the end of the Chinese Connection. Just. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> just gets fucking blasted by like 20 guys too funny <laughs> oh shit knock, knock my mic around oh fuck yeah well that's sort of I guess that whole story I just told is like the metaphor for Hilo finally getting to from a position of feeling pretty righteous about it unleash something inside of him oh yeah the, the inner because rage. he's only had to ever hear it him sticking by <laughs> Sharon has only ever got him to be, like, scrutinized. Hilo's always been scrutinized, 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 scrutinized. And now he's just sick of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about that before. He's the most fucked over character. So hard. He's had such a rough go that I'm kind of like, yeah. So pretty he, much got his back all I the just time. Am, I just imagine him werewolf in the president one time. Is that a crime? <laughs> is, that, is that so bad? <laughs> the man spent fucking like three months on a nuclear wasteland. <laughs> He's going to look like that boy in American Werewolf in London on the moors in the beginning of that film. <laughs> he gets to punch a president once. That's what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's earned it. Yeah. He looked good though with big sideburns, huh? Like one of those like old timey werewolf guys. <laughs> <laughs> he could pull that off actually. He could. He could have big chops. giant sideburns and like the low jaw kind of jutting out. Just <sighs> <sighs> Oh, Hilo. His name is yeah, except in this story his name is Quintus. <laughs> and he's gonna be he's gonna be in the adaptation of Little Women versus the Werewolf of fucking London. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, now that we've entertained that fantasy, <laughs> let's talk about our our sweet Grace Park waking up in a pool of KY jelly, <laughs> real <laughs> slippery, sloppy lube, looking real slippery. Oh yeah. Do you think she's slippery down there right now? <laughs> she oh. did nominate. I, I, the one thing I read about this is that she did nominate this particular episode uh, for the Emmys. She like submitted this episode to the Emmys for herself for best supporting actress. I'm like, oh, oh. interesting. Made hmm. me think about this episode a little differently. I'm like, huh, oh, this is the one that Grace Park was like, this one. This is my good shit. I'm like, yeah, I mean, she's got a lot of range in this episode. She's in the lube pool. She gets to be herself, uh, two different sides of herself, two different versions. It's fun. It's good. It's good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's in the slippery pool. Highlight. In the slipper pool. <laughs> I like her little uh, ploy here, too, by the way. Dude. Waking up to a six and just saying, ah, I see the light. You guys were right. I just couldn't live with what they were doing over there. Yeah. And it's, um, it's funny. I, I feel like six has a real soft spot for her. Yeah. Yeah, she does because this is this is Caprica Six, and she's been all buddy buddy with uh, Boomer, right? I think that's yeah, you're right. She's got a little bit of a soft spot for this for this model. And even when we went back, they were always at odds with Dion and everyone else. Remember, they were like, "But they're human." But 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 why? Why are we exterminating <laughs> them? Remember? Yeah, back they in were the, the cave in and all that stuff. Yeah, there's there's always been this connection. Um, so I have a question. I wonder how she knows Six is going to be there when she wakes up. She's what if it's Cavill? You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're not talking your way God out. God damn it. He just drowns her. He just holds her under. <laughs> I've gone ahead and turned off your resurrection. <laughs> Look at how easy it is. This is probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I push two buttons and I destroy your entire line. Just boop, boop. I mean, you got, you could bump that with your knee. Yeah. Oh, shit. We killed the yeah. sevens. <laughs> just sevens scrubbed them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, she wakes up. And tell Six, and Six is, you know, believing it, at least right here. She has sympathy for her. Yep. Um, we got our boy uh, talking about, um, he sent up the rescue off for Starbuck. Yeah, that's the, basically the only way he's gotten Anders to, to mm-hmm. calm his hot head down a little bit. All right, I'm going to radio D my fucking wife and get her to go get my mistress. <laughs> so that's yeah. her orders. Duala loses her buddy here. Shot in the face. Because what is Duala doing exactly? She's trying to do recon. That's it. Because they, you know, that's something they did last episode. They mounted these like different recon positions so they could relay back because they don't have 
good wireless communications right now. It's like old-fashioned radio signals is all they've got. So they they can't be too far out, and this is their only, you know, communication post, basically. But they start getting sniped at super hard. And that's when we get that Saving Private Ryan moment with her nameless buddy. Yep, who gets blasted. And then we go back to the, uh, the temple, I guess you'd say. That's it. Where they, they start warning uh, Tyrol that, hey, they are coming and be ready to blow it because we're going to hold them off as long as they can, but that doesn't look like it's going to be long. And he seems to be a bit stumped. He is. I mean, he makes no headway on this, this entire episode. What do you think of That's that? That's something that really surprised me. I, I thought it's there was going to cool. be, you know, yeah, in a way, yeah. Like, I, I thought we were going to get one of those, like, little Eureka insight moments where he's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> and, like, you know, twists some fucking stone knob and everything just works. Right. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think the show's better than that, but I still thought, I'm like, yeah, they'll probably do something like that. But, uh, yeah, he's completely stumped out. And I kind of like... <laughs> How the how, the reason why it's never really explicitly like stated in the show, but it's because he was never even looking for the right thing. Correct. I, like, I thought that was really cool. Correct. Like, everybody yeah. was thinking of it incorrectly. Yep, absolutely. Which is one of the things I like about the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good shit. He obviously eventually understands it, right? But yeah, Tyrrell doesn't ever quite get it. What do you think of the uh, reconnaissance surveillance from um, El Presidente and? Uh, <laughs> them standing on their hilltop <laughs> together. He's like reassuring her that you're the anointed one. You are. It's for you. This is what you've been waiting for. You're the I mean, anointed one. But this is all, correct me if I'm wrong, bullshit. <laughs> like he's, he's, this is bullshitting. He's bullshitting her here. Like he knows already. I mean, I know Six talks about it later in the episode in Head Six. Um, but he already knows that, yeah, I'm here for me. I'm looking for this thing. And basically this is, this has kind of been that long con that six proposed to him of like, she wants to love you. Let her like play yes. into it. Um, I don't know if he truly believes he is quote the one end quote, but I, th- because I don't think he completely understands what that means, yeah. but I think he is interested in this knowledge for himself. Because yeah, he we, thinks he's going to get information here. Yeah, one of the things we talked about was him his inability to really control anything in his life with the Cylons after oh, sure. the initial uh, after the initial hookup when they when they negotiated a couple episodes ago. We were talking about oh man, like he needs to he's going to have to showcase his worth somehow. He has to be, be careful. Cavill's kind of getting sick of him and. Right, right. He's got to find some way to not have his head on the chopping block 24-7. Yep. Um, in the chat, they're saying, where did Cavill come from later? Danny's asking. Yeah, because isn't he supposed to be there too? When he's at the temple? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's just, I don't know, putzing around in their ship right he's now. He's taking a dump in the fucking ship, Danny. Damn, dude. <laughs> Someone's got a dump too. They're like, quick, Will is having a dump. Let's go to the top of that mountain and talk about it. <laughs> Cavill's taking a squat. He's not quite physical as we are either. Bit, bit long in the tooth. But um, <laughs> they run up the mountain while he's taking a dump. I guess. I guess so. To have their, <laughs> which must be suspicious to him. <laughs> he's like this Deanna bitch. I don't know about her. Oh, she's up there talking to the human all by her lonesome. Yeah, mm. that's, that's it. 
Yeah, but he's just assuring her. She's having almost like a, a moment of doubt where he's ah. telling her, it's already written. You are the, the anointed one. You will see the remaining faces. But that's when she talks about, well, but to know the face of God is to know madness. You might, I might look into this and lose myself. The hybrid has looked mm. in between the space between life and death and basically been driven mad. Right. And that's cool. I like the, uh, in this sort of, even though it's a faux journey for her, we get this, well, I guess it's not really, but we get this moment of doubt for her where, you know, right before the tipping point, she has the the biggest crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. And the most faithful, righteous person of all reassures her. Love it. Silver tongue <laughs> devil. <laughs> but this is where um, our heroes, our Anders, our ground team, they set up their ambush, their choke point that Lee was talking about with the shittiest guns of all time. Dude, yeah, what are these, like, fucking 40-yard range submachine guns they're toying around with? With giant scopes? With huge scopes? With these, like, out of probably 9-millimeter fucking <laughs> guns? It's a little silly. It's, it's a little silly. silly. It, look, it looks goofy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know it's one of those, it's such a Hollywood thing where they're like, they don't think about what the actual practical application of a gun is. They just look at what the actual physical gun looks like. You're like, that looks futury and cool. Make that their gun. Yeah. I wish, I wish, sadly, I, this is one of my biggest pet peeves about this show is I wish they would have just had like proper weapons. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know who did that super well? I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, fucking Starship Troopers, man. They made their like standard issue rifle look like a real ass like battle rifle. And you're like, yeah. It looks yeah. like a future standard issue battle rifle. Like that could yeah. have some range to it. So like aliens, have them have like a pulse rifle look. Something something battle rifle looking. Not this submachine gun shit for this kind of field work. It's just goofy looking. It is. But they always they always do that. And it's such a Hollywood thing of like, ah, submachine guns look so like compact and futury. But I'm like, yeah, but they're also shitty <laughs> for what you're doing. Like really shitty. They're just yeah. going to get fucking sniped out. Yeah. But um, they blow away these. Uh, they blow away these droids, boy. That when they droids, when they blow away these Cylons, it sent me into a imagination. Like I went into an imagination like nosedive, and I just started thinking about. <clears throat> this got me thinking about Star Wars and science fiction in general, and then it got me thinking about like assassin droids in the Star Wars universe, Ooh. and it made me think it would be so cool because you have to imagine like. Armor is really difficult to employ, and it's heavy, and the weaponry is so advanced. Anyway, we can probably just blow away armor. And barring some kind of shield, it would be really cool if you were to design, like if I was to write a little mini Star Wars story, I'd have an assassin <laughs> droid that was just super, super thin. Oh, and really hard spindly. to hit. Yeah, dude. Think dude, that's about IG-88, that. baby. I know. I was thinking like IG-88, but he's kind of clunky. But, but but really like a spindly looking droid that just had a really small target profile. Not like a Ooh. drone or something boring, because I want it to be menacing and walking at you like this thin fucking creepy droid. <laughs> That'd be cool. You know what that looking, makes me dude. think of? The the way that I, f- I forget the name of it, but the way the robot in Interstellar moves, but like thinner. That like like it almost like can like roll and like fucking dive around. That'd yeah, man. Yeah, but I mean if you have something like a droid deca from like the prequels then that you got a fucking personal shield just boom they pop the shield and they start opening up but if you don't i know i know i just think it would, i just think it would be cool and it also look creepy as shit like yeah. a spindly looking kind spindly of spindly just death a creepy robot. wraith 
Call it a wraith class assassin droid. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and Fucking spin that up in our Star Wars RPG. That'd be dope, dude. <laughs> oh, no. It's a wraith class. Run. <laughs> it's blaster sounds a little different. <laughs> dude you know what i kept thinking of when they're when they do detonate it and they blow up one of the uh, centurions and it's just a torso on the ground yep, firing back at them i love dude that. did you ever play i feel like we might have even talked about this before but the the terminator to arcade game with the guns the mounted like rifles where you're playing yeah, in the future dude dude, dude i was so john connor in that bitch those- Ah, fucking torsos <laughs> of Terminators crawling around all over the place in that bitch. That's what I was just immediately thought of. Like, ah, they still coming. Look at them. Yeah. Crawling at you. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. <laughs> That'd be cool. Anyway. But, um, so they kick the shit out of these guys. Um, one guy deserves to die. I don't care about him because he stands up like an idiot. Yeah. Also with oh. a pistol. Like, I don't understand. Don't you guys have weapons? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, throw your face at him, Lieutenant. Uh! Caprica's like, a Caprica. Anders is like, the only way this is going to work is if we pretend we still have only salvaged weaponry while we were on Caprica. Ooh. You know pretend what I'm saying? We- like, he's like, right. he's like, no, no, I don't want the spear equipment. I want to feel like a gorilla and I want a disadvantage. Please give me the yeah. shit guns. Come on, give me that garbage weapon. Lee's like, but we have a whole ship full of weapons. No, no. It's this or nothing. <laughs> it's the only way I know. He's... I hate change. <laughs> but even for a tactical, I hate change. He just interrupts you. <laughs> my wife's out there. <laughs> <laughs> She'd want me to do it my way. <laughs> what do you like? Uh, do you, do you like this model shot, by the way, the Raptor? What Boy, about it? It, it looks like a model on a, a fucking gaming table. <laughs> Dude, pause it. The way they zoom in on it, yeah, it kind of does. You're like, it 100% is. And you know what it is, too? It, like, it's the model that comes with that dirt that, like, scraped into the ground. Like, it's all one piece. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the, you know, the the troves <laughs> and the dirt that it dug in when it hit the earth. And it's all This just, like, is one the little... mud where the French infantrymen died at Asian Cool. <laughs> you just buy the whole diorama of it. <laughs> And there's a raptor from Battlestar Galactica. I just like it. <laughs> I mean, it's fake history, but it's so cool. <laughs> Alongside Napoleon Bonaparte, you might notice uh, Captain Picard. I think they would have gotten along swimmingly. <laughs> Over here, we have the Battle of Antietam and then the Battle of Wolf 359. <laughs> yes, um, you may be. See- you may have spotted a Wookiee <laughs> in there as well. I don't mind mixing the franchises. <laughs> Um, sir, this is a really weird museum. Yeah. But, that's um, the last time you creepy old pervert, get out! <laughs> Leaving your toys and all of our shit. So, um, do you like that Starbuck and her hands all burned up? That's because she put them where they didn't belong. <laughs> what is this? Did, did you fall sway to the dad from the witch's teachings, you fucking Puritan? You've touched the fires of sin, and you've been burned by the Lord. Oh, Lord, protect my family. Great like a witch. That guy crying at the end yeah. of the movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> his voice. Great Lord. Huh? Fuck. Subtitles. Um, no, this reminded me of last time she was a naughty girl. She had her hands broken by her mommy. But um, that's kind of dark, but that's kind of what I thought of. Always with the hands. <laughs> Real fucked. 
She's like, I need my meat hooks to put them on other people's husbands. <laughs> to grab other <laughs> husbands' tummy sticks. <laughs> How am I going to sin against all the gods I think I love? <laughs> all the gods I pretend to be faithful to, to Ooh, make me feel better. All my achy meat hooks. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Poor Starbuck and them. Dude, what's so gross about it is just like you can tell her gloves are like melted into her skin a little bit. Oh. Snarly. Gnarly. Uh, brutal. Ooh, yeah. So D gets to walk in on a very fucked up, sweaty Starbuck. Mm-hmm. Give her a little little first aid. It's Basically me. just hitting her full of smack. Yeah. She's like, you know what, you know Come on, you know what mommy likes. <laughs> Put it between my hands. toes. Put it between my toes. <laughs> you know what mommy likes. <laughs> so the basketball coach don't see. There's those boys coming over, man. I have to blow them for this stuff. <laughs> but uh, do all, I do? I told episode. you. I don't know. My my I gotta my 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 mind is is just my mind is unshackled tonight. So I apologize if this is a little uh, out of out of course. But it's the new me, so get used to it. <laughs> like we said, we're really letting it all hang out. In this yeah, last yeah, part no. of Battlestar. It's a changing. The games are changing out there. Podcast games changing. <laughs> we're just having a laugh riot here. <laughs> but I like Duala here comes in she's too good for all of them too good for everyone I, I'm slowly falling into the cult of, of Duala me too oh my god yeah I'm just like yeah everybody's beneath you you want me <laughs> to kill all this. you want me to kill those people's babies okay alright okay I'll do that for you pretty girl <laughs> I'll put them oh. in a burlap sack <laughs> with a cinder block toss it in a river <laughs> I'll zip up the sleeping bag and beat it against the tree <laughs> Jason Vor- X Voorhees style <laughs> um, but yeah she's just like I laugh she's like I'm gonna bring Starbuck back to Apollo oh dude but that's not those moment like and of course Starbuck is like ah, like feels bad but also is annoyed but I'm like this sucks it's so bad for Duala like come on yeah. I'm gonna go risk my ass my, my fucking you know, on paper got- the sound of that's so gay wait what like Starbuck to Apollo Mm. That sounds like a fucking, fucking drink. It's wicked gay. And I don't mean homosexual. Everybody relax. You know what I mean. <laughs> Can I, I have a, ne- a Vinci I would Starbuck? never denigrate. Starbuck a, I would never denigrate my heathen sinning brothers and sisters that are gay about something like <laughs> as lowly as Apollo and Starbuck. You guys are definitely above that. But I will pray for you. <laughs> we'll pray your hands not burned. <laughs> my gracious wizard, Lord. Is he drunk again? Oh, Lord. Murder crops. <laughs> I think I heard crops and Lord. Yeah. <laughs> something about the crops, something yeah. about God. Subtitles. <laughs> it's usually, that's, that's 90% of the conversations we have. Something about crops, something about God. Yeah. Back to uh, our girl, Grace Park. Dude, this is probably the scene that she submitted this to the Emmys for. Right here. Yeah. I dig it. I really like this scene, actually. Where where Boomer is just like, yeah, fuck <gasps> this reminder of my my wimp ass human past with right. her baby. Right. Yeah. What a boring ass room this kid has. Yeah, dude, Cylon decoration is way, way behind us. <laughs> Sorry, you might have you might have figured out world conquering technologies and uh nuclear annihilation a little better than us, but damn, interior decor, we got that on you. 
You're telling me between these tree clams they can't decorate this fucking kid's room over here? <laughs> hey, Tony, why are you on the podcast again? Next thing you know, I'm going to be getting cold steaks. <laughs> this is this is this is brother Tony, the other Cylon, one of the the secret identities. I don't want to have to kick anybody in the belly. <laughs> Just saying, Ugh. but I don't know. But t- take me through the scene. Well, she comes in. She the our Sharon gets to pick up baby Hera and see that she's alive, alive and crying. Uh, because that you know the last thing she had gotten to find out about Hera, which spurred her to go on to the ship, is that she was sick. And getting worse. And what she finds, you know, she picks the baby up and she's like, yeah, her, her stomach's as hard as a rock. Like, something's going on. And, you know, I love the moment where Boomer's like, well, we've had our doctors examine him. She's like, yeah, you know, not a human baby before, though. Not a, they don't know what to look at. Yeah, needs to be seen by a human doctor. I, I, I remember that episode, The Farm? Oh, yeah. So that is that the doctor they're referring to? Good question. The black I guess. guy. <laughs> the black Cylon. I, I miss guess him, so. by the way. Is He's that good. Dr. Cylon? <laughs> Do they all have like very individual roles like that? Like, yeah, there's millions of me, but I'm all the Dr. Cylon. What about the genius doctor that resides on your ship that's doing nothing? Did you ask him? Yeah. Did, did you ever want to put him to actual use? Probably <laughs> ask the genius doctor who could probably diagnose and figure out a way to treat it. <laughs> like really easily. He's like, all right, she's just a poop. <laughs> well, you just got to, you know, push on the tummy <laughs> until some boob comes out. Has anyone changed his diaper lately? It's a oh, disaster. Oh. Looks like New Caprica after the bombing. Oh, too soon. <laughs> um, but I got, you know, I got to give it to Sharon here. Pretty smart play to talk to Simon. Six about. Sorry. You you know that I need to get my baby back to a human doctor or else the baby could die. The new, the new Cylon species is going to die unless we get it back to Galactica. That's that a good was the sell. Right, huh? That's a good sell. Yeah. It's the right string to pull for, uh, for old Caprica Six. 100%. By the way, the threatening the baby? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. What if I just snap its little neck? Six, she starts having like convulsions of guilt for the baby's neck she snapped. Remember? By Dude, accident. I was just thinking about that. Of how like, wow, it's funny that you uh, care about human babies now. <laughs> Boy, you sure pushed your finger right through the skull of that first one. Then episode one. Also, Six has a devastating right cross doesn't she oh it's pretty good she has knocked out people with that shit she banged up starbuck with it i mean she just ko's her and then cracks her neck while she's still in the wobbly stage dude just gives her the schwarzenegger spin just twists that head yeah the only the only people more efficient than six at neck cracking and by the way she's a science fiction robot woman is 80s (laughs) action stars yeah Seriously, Seagal's, your Schwarzenegger's. Right. Those are the, the bone crackers. <laughs> ridiculous thing in the world. Twisting a head and breaking someone's neck super easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Snippity snap. Um, and then I believe we get back down onto the algae planet and we have Lee and Anders and that crew. And it, they're, they're waiting. They kind of look like grenade bait to me. Dude, that's honestly what I kept thinking. They, they kept even saying, all right, keep your eye on the hills. Like the, the rest of the Scions are probably going to regroup and attack us from above. And I was like, you should probably move there. <laughs> you should probably not stay in the same spot uh, where you could just be, you know, have the fucking high ground poured down on you. Yeah, I feel like they're in a terrible position. I feel like they have no cover and those guys have that height advantage, right? I have Seriously. the high ground. 
<laughs> Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> and they, they start getting smoked out pretty you know, hard. Your fucking legs get chopped off. Wait, what's that? Next thing you know, your legs get chopped off. That's it. You fucking, your legs, your arm, and you're in a pit of lava. Um, this is cut against Chief uh, standing there. Yeah. You're making, hey, no fucking headway, mm. by the way. He's like, how is it? Have you found He's the like, eye of Jupiter? I, I don't know. Uh, I think the, uh, the yellow one goes into blue one, and uh, I think we need to put the bolts in the nuts on the point to make it fly better. This is the one time in the episode I actually like full-throatedly agree with Lee because he's like the actual line from Tyrrell here. He's like, "Well, I've deciphered uh, some of the glyphs. They say something about a star and an explosion of some kind." And he's like, "Okay, cut to the chase. Do you have it in your hands or not?" And he's like, "Uh, "No." Well, that's that then. Blow it up. (laughs) Fucking dicking around in here like it's a fifth-grade science experiment. Like, oh, I think I'm figuring out something. Yeah, you don't. I wouldn't put the blue collar guy in the puzzles, <laughs> right? He's not the your religious guy. iconography, ancient puzzle. <laughs> you yeah, get the knuckle draggers in on you, this. You're telling me that ship of forty six thousand? You don't got a fucking ding dong who can read goddamn hieroglyphs? Come on, you got some old religion nerd in there somewhere. Yeah, character we don't give a shit about. That's why Tyrrell's doing it. <laughs> That's it. The meta. Mm-hmm. He fucking knows how to rig uh, C4, though. Yeah, they've got that fucking loaded up around the thing, and they start spooling out the wire, and we, we see Tyrrell look back and ah, if I just had a little more and, time. I'm like, ah, I think you probably would need a lot more time, bud. You didn't even seem close. <laughs> Give me a do-over. Ah, I think you might have just take the class over. The if, I just could have, if I just could have had a can of WD-40 down here. Let me take the, let me take the test again. Ah, you're staying back, though. <laughs> yeah, you can do that, but that's kind of for fun if you want to. Yeah, you can do the testing, but you're staying back, though. <laughs> you still go stay right here with your new pals. Kind of stupid, aren't you? <laughs> that's so mean to a character we love. <laughs> Get ready to be big brother to everyone. All I have to say is, Cheryl, you better listen to Miss Charles Manson. She's trying to get you out of there, you know? <laughs> that's it. Get the fuck come out of on. there. <clears throat> it's in the come, God's hands. Come to my fuck cult. Okay. <laughs> Um, back to Douala and Starbuck. We'll learn that Starbuck's going to be unable to fly the ship with burned hands. Yeah. And that's that's one of those things where I'm like, Douala, did you really think she was going to be able to fly this shit? Look at her. Look at her fucking hands. Yeah. Uh, and we get, you know, I would I would say probably the perfect Starbuck explanation of how she feels. I love Sam. I hate Sam. I love Apollo. I hate Apollo. I just got to cheat to keep all the pieces together. I'm like, yeah, it sounds about like you <laughs> just drunk and fucking and just not knowing what the hell you're doing. Sounds like a good plan in life. <laughs> With no repercussions. Sounds like cirrhosis at 43. But but keep it up. No. Um, Yeah, Duala. Duala gets it done. She bucks a little, but gets it done. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, these guys are like, can uh, we get a pickup here? Wait, what's that? Can we get a pickup over here? Can we get an extraction? (laughs) For all our boys? Yeah. Um, Yeah, they start calling it. And of course, this is also the moment where where Tyrrell can't blow it. He can't detonate the temple. He hesitates. Oh, oh. Gets all guilty. What do you think of this? Because this is your boy. You love your chief, Daryl. Uh, it it made me go. Something's up with the chief. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. There's something weird going on with this. My first um, impression when I first watched it on the initial run 
Well, I watched it on the rerun, but um, I said, he's acting really squirrely. Yeah, man. He first he gets locked into some religious trance and wanders into the hills to find this temple, and now he can't stomach blowing it up when they're about to be overrun by centurions. Yep, it's weird. It, it made me it's think we're going to learn more about him and his family and this religion thing, and and uh, I'm not going to tell you if I was right or wrong. That's what Ooh. I thought. Okay, okay. Yeah, like I was, you know, I haven't talked about it in a little bit, but. It, it had me worrying from the beginning of that episode, the last episode where he's heading into the hills. Yeah, he just gets that, the inclination to go. Right. And that felt to me like some possible weird Cylon shit of like, are you being activated right now? Like, is this, you got close to your activation point and this is what turns you on and makes you go on your secret Cylon mission or are you a fucking Cylon? Um, but if not that, yeah, then I, I'm kind of thinking more like how you're thinking of, okay, there's a deeper. Oh, I'm not saying I didn't think it was a Cylon. I thought yeah. something like that or something is going on here. I was like, yeah, something weird's going on here. Well, I was leaning back towards the kind of thing you were saying with your, with his family of like this is there's some like yeah, weird yeah. religious guilt shit going on that's just now resurfacing and he's like ah now I feel weird about everything. 100%. Yeah, it's it's intense though. Really bad moment for this to go. You really should have hit up some counseling before this. Yeah, when they're when when they're when uh, Deanna and everyone's they're pulling out the the charges, just cut the main wire. That's dude. I can't. I snip was, that main wire. I, I, I realized they might not I was have blades on. But there must the be Cylons. But I was like, just cut the wire. Just cut it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Snip it. You guys don't have a pocket knife. You fucking Cylons so much better than us. Like I don't want my grandmother to put on Jeopardy, but when she's can't work the cursor or the clicker, I'm like, give me the fucking control, Grandma. Here it is. <laughs> kind of how it was watching them. Now get your walker, get in there, pour me a glass of iced tea. She's dead, but you know. <laughs> when she was alive, I said that. Broken hip. <laughs> headed to the kitchen to get a glass of tea for Dave. I was slave driving her to death, basically. <clears throat> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but how do I send an email, Scott says in the chat. <laughs> this My is how, how turn your computer off and pick up the phone. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's it. And then uh, Lee tries to blow up. No dice. Damn it. Fuck, the VC are coming. <laughs> Fucking cheese it. <laughs> but that that's cool, man. The atmospheric swirl. So when I yeah, first I saw this, cool. I said, holy shit, only he sees that. And I started freaking out. And I was like, oh, no, they all see it. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like hallucinating. He's having religious Yeah, dude. Now. I was like, dude, he is a goddamn god or something. Something crazy is going on with him. That would have been the most out of nowhere asinine story turn. I'd have been like, what? Mm. You just turned the chief into a prophet all of a sudden? Stars. The star's going Nova, though, pal. It sure is. Had a helium flash and all. Mm -hmm. There it is, guys. It has the answers to all of your questions. Head Mm. six is back. Look at smashing. Oh, swimmingly, swimmingly, uh, mm. and she and she says that to uh, to Gaius, and he points and says, "Oh, that's the star." And and of course, Cavill and Dan are like, "What'd you just say? That's the star?" And he has to to cover it up by saying, "Oh, it's something the hybrid said about the the colors, the blue shining onto like a star." And basically, the, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm getting ahead of you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, as you say, they you know they've been looking at the wrong thing the whole time. They've been focused on this huge pylon in the center with all these glyphs, but it's actually just that platform on the floor, this mm-hmm. tiny emblem of a sun. Yep, dude. Hey, Cavill, <laughs> did you wander off the set of Jurassic Park? 
<laughs> I just is my safari. Look. What are you wearing, man? <laughs> it's Dean. Once you hit a certain age, whenever you're out and about in the world, you have to look like an astute archaeologist. Dude, he's got those tactical just... pockets, those big giant pockets. Oh yeah, his Dude. outdoorsman vest. Look you know this him. fucker goes fly fishing. Look at him. That's what it is. Do oh, oh. the fly fishing's great on this algae planet, guys. I recommend it. <laughs> God, he is, though. God. Fucking Dean Stockwell. Just look at him. Look you know at on him. the set of this, he's like, well, I've got to go get some fly fishing in. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> because I'm not I going down this planet. So I not, have to do that. He's like, I'm not going down <laughs> this planet and not yanking out a couple of trout out of the river. <laughs> <laughs> I am an old white guy model of Cylon. I must trout <laughs> fish with the fly. The fly reel. This is required. <laughs> you all know the sacred text. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bang a few trout out of the river over here. Come on, <laughs> come on, you fools! <laughs> oh shit, that's outstanding. So good. But yeah, this is the moment too where where Cavill's like, "Wait a minute! You didn't come here to find Earth. You came here for yourself." Uh, mm. And this this whole moment here of you know basically like yeah I came here on for my own destiny to see the faces of the other five right that's not for you to see it's also this next scene is really tragic when Anders Lee and Tyrrell all go blind staring at a supernova yeah like, <laughs> like fucking their eyeballs Trump just turn eclipse. black in their head. <laughs> just fucking stare at it stare straight at it not even a pair of aviators among you too crazy that would have been hilarious if they all put aviators on they all said Ray-Ban on them <laughs> <laughs> they all just sling them out at the same time holy shit man that would be great <laughs> <laughs> and then you know it would have to start playing like don't 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 alright I don't even fucking know <laughs> I don't know what that song was or was it the rails, the rails, where are they? Okay. I don't know what the song was, though. What was it? I don't even remember what that fucking song's called. I just know how it sounds. Ah, <laughs> 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 Couldn't even fucking tell you. Gun to my head. Couldn't tell you that fucking song. What about a gun to your back with guys on the end of it? He loves oh. shooting people in the back, that guy. Scott bless him. <laughs> that is so Gaius. Dude, he's got his fucking Gaius Robert Ford. I was Baltar. just about to say, reminds me of the fucking <laughs> sheriff in Robert Ford. Like, Whatever you do. Don't let him get behind you. <laughs> That's our boy Gaius. Cavill didn't realize that it was the last day of his life when he went to the Eye Jupiter Temple. He brandished a weapon to shoot Diana and was shot in the back. <laughs> he looked up at the ceiling and his eyes went black before he could find the right words. <laughs> his eyes looked up at the ceiling and he knew he would never knew the final five. The final five. <laughs> Guts blown yeah. out. He goes down. And this is, you know, I was surprised. This shit's cool you know with her, I, man. What I genuinely thought was going to happen right here, that he was pop They were going to start dancing like the Enigma video. Wait, what? They were going to start dancing like they did in the, in the, in the uh, Enigma video, where they're all like monks <laughs> dancing. <laughs> all fucking in a line. Cuckoo, cuckoo. What I really <laughs> thought was that he was going to pop Cavill and then Deanna would look at him like, oh, thank you. And then when she turned around, he's going to pop her. I totally thought he was going to cap her Ooh. and go over to the eye and get in it himself. He was told by Six that it's he's the one. It's his destiny. Hers is bullshit. Imagine I was surprised. Shit. I felt like this was a light amount of Gaia's treachery. I was expecting more. Yeah. 
that he lets her have it. He lets her have her moment in the eye of Jupiter sunlight. He does. He lets her have her moment. But boy, he really is like, God, I wish I knew. <laughs> right? He probably, you know, he regretted it after of course that. He did. No, I was like, I should have just shot her and done it myself. Why the fuck would I do that? I mean, she's going blind anyway. <laughs> it's fine. Basically useless. But um, this is good stuff out her. I, I really like this staging here. Oh, uh, it looks really cool. Yeah. The I light love, is so yeah. sharp. Yeah. So bright. She, she approaches the one Cylon out of the five Ooh. right up to him. It says, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. You oh, forgive well. me. That, dude. Ha. What a fucking tease. What a tease. <sighs> forgive me. I had no idea. The only people that I can that I can imagine that she would have just guess that. and I'll tell you if you're right. Come on, let's play oh, a new yeah. game. <laughs> let's just, just like, <laughs> but hold on. Let me get on my red headband and fucking get to a couple of Vietnamese guys around me to scream, and I'll just get a, a fucking revolver. <laughs> just start start guessing. Um, but no, the only people I feel like would be big enough to have this reaction, pull this reaction out of her, would be like fucking Adama, fucking Gaius. Roslyn, like it's got to be somebody big. I would, I, I would, I would think. I mean, I could be way off. I have no idea. But shit, she. I mean, she. Ding, she's ding, like. Ding, stag- ding, ding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> uh, I love the fucking going. Like this shit has such cool religious overtone. Like the religion blend with sci-fi is neat, and I just oh, yeah. love the to gaze upon such a thing blinds her. Uh, it's just. Fucks her up, man. It's really creepy. But also the crazy thing about it, you know, once you know, once she comes back and guys is like, "What you see? What you see?" and she's just like, "Oh, it's beautiful. You were right," and just dies. It, it had me going. Well, wait a minute. Like the power of this thing is this part of the human prophecy? They say that it was the thirteenth tribe of humans who built this temple, who knew about what it was going to be, and built it so that it, you know, that these prisms would light up when the star fucking goes supernova for this one moment in all of existence. For a Cylon, for a Cylon to see the final five Cylon models, how the fuck is that connected? That's so weird, dude. I love Gaius directly after this. Like he <laughs> stands on the thing. And he's just like, God, tell me the truth before I die. Yeah, man. That's wild for Gaius. It's intense. And I, I believe him. I believe that he, he, I think he might even know that the Nova is coming. And it's just like, yeah, I'm fucked. I just at least want to know. Well, he knows the Nova's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I think that's like, what I, he means, I, like, I, before I die. Yeah, just tell me the truth. Dude. And then he gets fucking Imagine having that experience whipped. as Gaius, and, and you've been kind of mocking God in in all this shit that Head Six has said, and then you get this moment where this woman stands on this podium and says she sees something beautiful and just goes blind and her nose bleeds and she dies. <laughs> it's pretty it's intense. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. God damn. That is intense, man. Pretty wild. But pistol whipped out by Dude, Chief Tyrrell. Welcome, welcome home, home, Mr. President. Love it. Damn. He's like, I don't know puzzles, but I can hit things. But I sure know how to pop dudes. I know how to beat up sh- pipsqueaks. <laughs> Pretty cool uh, crash emergency landing with the Raptors. I enjoyed that. Yep, I like that we didn't prolong that too much. We <laughs> see Gaius is there. Dude, Ty's face. No, oh, what a weird. 
<laughs> oh, we got a live one. <laughs> Bring him to my quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get out the instruments. <laughs> Eesh. By the way, I want Lee to die right here. <laughs> this is just where looking I over the, to all his shoulder bullshit. If I had the Infinity Gauntlet, bye. Oh, snap. Yep. Snippity snap. Because you get something real out of Anders and then utterly phony out of <laughs> out of Lee. He's like, oh, I should show. This is that thing that happens. Like you you ever uh, go out with like a group of couples and then one like one does something like cute and you're like, God, I should probably hold my, her hand now. <laughs> Fuck, like you feel all this pressure all of a sudden. <laughs> you know you know exactly <laughs> what so I mean. True. You know exactly what I mean. Everybody yeah. knows what that is, oh. right? I'll put my arm like, around you. I'll stop texting. They're like, fucking doing this cute shit. They've no. been together for two months. We've been together for four <laughs> years. That's fine. <laughs> fucking whatever. So true, bro. Like, oh, look, uh, <laughs> like in the movie theater, like, oh, I guess I should put my hand in her like now because she is doing that thing. <laughs> oh, it's like fuck. so fake. He is such a fucking but asshole. This is, like, <laughs> this is really phony. Like his face as he walks up to her is like, first of all, it looks like I love the cock face. And then it's, <laughs> but it's just, and she knows he's full of it. He's like, oh, she does. I'm going to hug you. And she's like, nah, dude. Honestly, the way she looks at him and the way she hugs him, I was like, this is your goodbye hug, bud. Mm-hmm. This is it. She's, she's giving you a pity hug. Like, ah, you poor baby. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fucking done. Done with you now. I should I hug know. you now. They're doing their hugging now. We... <laughs> He says it to her. <laughs> well, like they're hugging. I should probably, you should probably hug. Hmm. <laughs> Squeezing her while he just looks at fucking Starbucks. And he does the noise. Oh. <laughs> I wish this for you. He hugs her really hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a shit. It's like a child when you take one of their toys they're not using. They suddenly want that toy. <laughs> That's it. That's Girl, we're truth. fucking children. We're just giant children that fuck. That's weird. That's what we are, though. <laughs> it is true. Children who can just manage their emotions a little better and who screw. That's it. <laughs> you know, it's like the demystification. We talked about this on a pod recently. The demystification when you realize your dad is just a large child and he can drive. <laughs> he can drive to like, places and has money. You're like, oh, he's a, he's a fucking normal person. This is the dude. It's not a superhero. Who feeds me? That's it. <laughs> you took it dark. <laughs> He's just a guy who routinely pays the electric bill on time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hero. Wow. He only pays like <laughs> six or Happy seven. Happy Father's Day, you fucks. <laughs> He he basically pays. He's like he only really incurs six or seven late fees a year. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck we're really burning our bridges on this one aren't we yeah this is a lot <laughs> of fun really scorching the earth this is on the fun, battle star podcast. this is the new lsg just wait for game of thrones tomorrow <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna be in big trouble <laughs> oh i might actually listen to that go in big trouble let it spoil it all for me i don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't give a shit you uh, nerds i'll listen to it now and spoil it for the rest of you I don't no don't fuck. do that don't spoil it but um all right so <laughs> I, lo- I love this shit out of Boomer. She's like, um, don't be mad, but I brought my friend over for sleepover. I know I should have asked. Her mom said it was okay. Her mom said it was okay. This <laughs> yeah. fucking standing in front of their guns. Yeah. Honestly, though, this is the moment where the dad's like, yeah, she can stay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she looks like you. 
Hey, this is Tony Danza. She looks like you. She can stay. Yeah. Hey. I demand you sleeps with the door open, though. So no funny business. Not so I can peek in at you. <laughs> Slival and slander from the Danza estate. <laughs> Damn, that's what she looks like. She can stay over every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to come shoes. back next weekend? But, Dad, I'm not even going to be home next weekend. I don't care. She can stay. <laughs> now, that your mu- now that your mother succumbed to the cancer. Fuck. <laughs> Tony Dan's is weird. But, um, yeah. So <laughs> she has a sleepover guests and she gets grabbed immediately. That's that. All those but- marines are like, she's so hot. <laughs> oh, wow. What do I do? That's what the Cylons look like. <laughs> my training says one thing. My lines say something else. <laughs> Just a bunch of savages on this ship. Uh, but no, dude, this, I I do like how everybody at this point, it's something that goes by pretty quick, but you're like, damn, everybody is quite used to Sharon being here and being, they know she's a Cylon. And they're like, yeah, okay, she's fine. Yeah. Like that, like nobody questions that at all. Even just like regular rank and file people. They're like, yeah, that's fine. She's cool. That's, I'm glad she's back. Who fucks that other Cylon though? Like, I just love that. Like, it's so accepted now. Like they're just cool with it. Yep. Crazy. Because I there was a part of me that thought when she returned that they would think that because she, you know, let herself be killed and went back aboard, like, oh, will she be compromised? I don't know. That seems like some weird Cylon double-sided treachery shit. But they they don't. They actually trust her. Crazy. That's cool. I was just letting the episode run in the background accidentally. Whoops. For a while. Definitely getting that episode pulled. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> I lose track. That's the problem with this fucking shit. I'm, I'm trying to focus on the content of the show, not the... The who's in my bobs and the what's in my mitts. <laughs> the whistles you know I mean? and knobs and twists. I'm just bobs. trying to bring my fucking talented voice to this shit. I ain't got time for all this other bullshit. Guy <laughs> <laughs> <Got> or <higher> producer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> God damn. Um. <laughs> more money, more problems, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so what's the um what's the episode where starbuck and Hilo are crashing her apartment at her apartment yeah do you remember uh that that had to have been l- uh, late season it one 100 percent right? is a good callback though Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was really, I really liked that they brought that back. That that, that moment of them sitting there together, reminding for one, <clears throat> even this episode reminding us that yeah, they're actually buds. Which the only thing that bugs me about it, I'm like, why haven't you been, you know, talking to Hilo more? Like, you seem like you need to talk to somebody who I don't know. You're not fucking. Nah, what? She doesn't <laughs> want to do that. She's not a person. <laughs> not not purse. She's not a person. She's not. She's a. Yeah, she's kind of an unperson. But um. Yeah, I just threw that image up. If you're in the live show, you can see it. Uh, it's really cool. She painted the thing, and they brought it back, and I just think that's neat. Yeah. No, it is It is a good throwback. But I love when he brings that picture to her and is like, "Why? what made you think of that? Like, why did you paint that? And she's just like, I don't know. I mm. just kind of started doing it. Pretty cool. What man. the fuck? That's awesome. Dude, I've never been more concerned. <clears throat> That she could be a fucking Cylon. Her and the chief, right? Ah, oh, so fucking concerned. Yep. 
I mean, that is, that's a hell of a tease, man. Two big teases in this episode about the identity of these last five of, oh my God, I can't believe it was you. Forgive me. I had no idea to fucking Starbuck being like, oh yeah, I just did this thing without really understanding its significance. And I just, it's like I was programmed. I'm like, holy shit. Come on, mm, show. Teasing cool. me. But, pretty uh, cool, man. Pretty cool. Very cool. And then uh, our girl gets boxed by Cavill. He's like, take it easy. You suck. <laughs> we've decided that uh, your line is fundamentally flawed <laughs> exactly dude <laughs> we've decided as a group that is that uh, you pretty much suck so I don't know what to tell you the one thing uh, about this that I think is interesting is with Cavill taking out uh, Deanna you know, she she says here, like she when she kind of like argues against it slightly, where she's like, it's you know, it's not a design flaw to question your purpose and question why we are here doing this. And he's just like, mm, yeah, that's another problem. The messianic conviction, all this, yeah, that's that's a big problem with your line. Mm. We're, we're done with this. This to me signals a shift in like the now prevailing Cylon philosophy because Deanna has this more. I don't know, spiritual or like open to this prophecy kind of thinking. And Cavill seems to be like, nah, fuck all that shit. All that nonsense, we're done with it. Your line is scrapped. I'm I'm going to be more in charge or at least take a more central kind of leadership role. And he was sure. always the one who's just like, why are we even doing this? Fucking kill them all. Like, why are we, why are we wasting our time? Nuke them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, who shit. He is the very down to business uh, of the Cylons and especially the Cylon leadership. That's a scary change. Indeed. I like, where I like where your head's out there. It's good, man. It's good. Listener comments, baby. Listeners, they finally showed up. Mm. Even though Hulu's taking away my fucking battle star tomorrow. What can't fucking be taken away from me, Dean? What can't be? It's crazy, man. It's all bullshit. Got to re-up that Amazon shit and write that shit off, by the way. <laughs> that is fucking true. Write it, write it we got to write it all off. Hell yeah. Did you? I, gotta, I, did you write off your this, phone and everything else? Oh, yeah. All right, just making sure. Because if not, we got we to gotta talk. <laughs> Are we going to fucking dive into my taxes on the BSD podcast? Coming back on the White Man podcast, we're going to talk about how to get your taxes done. We're going to talk about how to get some good deductions. We're going to talk about how to get your taxes done and how to get them out of your neighborhood. Now, if you're going to use the 1099, you're going to be a home office. You can actually write off your home office. you got to get out the measuring tape. Let's talk payroll tax. Uh, well, the payroll tax, what we're going to do is, uh, and then coming up after the lunch break, it's going to be how to raise the rent on those people. <laughs> how to be a slumlord. Oh, baby. Awesome. All right. I got one. Go. Me, me, me. I got one. Uh, Callum Banbury. He says, keen to hear Dean and Matthew's thoughts on this one. I wasn't a big fan of the continuation of the Kara, Lee, D, Sam tension discussed last week, but the rest of the episode more than made up for it. The recovery of Hera was great to see, but by far I was most interested <coughs> in the Cylon plotline with Deanna, Cavill, and Baltar. This episode for me really emphasized how easily single Cylon model lines like Cavill and the rest of the ones can sway the opinion of the other models. We've seen implications of this before with how Caprica 6 and Boomer convinced the other Cylons to let the humans go and later to live with them on New Caprica. But in this episode, we see an entire model line get boxed by Cavill with no mention of the other Cylon models getting uh, a say in the process. It's interesting to wonder what this says about Cavill's relative power. Do the Cylons really have a true democracy? 
Uh, I also would be interested to hear what Matthew thinks this means for the future of Deanna's character. Will this be the end for her? That's a really good question, Callum. Um, but I do disagree as far as Cavill. I, I think Cavill's definitely risen in position a little bit, but it's <laughs> but kind of like we were talking about at the top of the show. I think he was. I think he might have helped convince the others, but I think the whole group agreed to box Deanna. I don't think he just was like, yeah, unilaterally, I'm just going to box her. If one line could just box the other one, that's fucking anarchy, quick. Right. Um, but the question about Deanna, that's a really mm. good one. Um, I've got to imagine that this is not the the absolute end for her on the series. There's just no way. Um, I think, I mean, there might be another a rogue six who fucking unboxes this Deanna or, or, or something. I just don't think that they're, they're going to be gone forever, but I think they'll probably be out the rest of this season. I like it. I can't, I can't answer some of this obviously, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a really good post, man. It's really good. Yeah. I like the stuff with Cavill for sure. Uh, Julie Harad Katulak says, okay, here's my apology for taking you for granted. (laughs) (laughs) You are forgiven, my child. Adama Adama makes threats that some apparently don't take seriously. I mean, really, they barely have a viable gene pool left. What do they have to lose? Then Apollo asks D, his wife, to save his girlfriend. Those are some big brass ones, Apollo. Though when D does find her badly injured, I enjoy their interaction. Athena makes... Hilo murder her so she can go save their baby, Hera. Not too brutal. Tyrell is still circling the temple, thing armed with explosive, trying to channel his father. I've never liked this. I know he was raised by a priest, but it still feels thin to me. Maybe if they had him try different things other than walk around muttering. I agree. So Baltar and two silence show up and Baltar figures it out. Come on, this is ridiculous. The star goes supernova, everyone gets out, but not before Deanna sees the faces of the five and dies. Of course, her series gets boxed for troubles. Athena gets her baby, of course. All are saved. The married people actually kiss their spouses. The silent and Baltar are arrested. <laughs> the baby's given to Doc smoke a lot. We are left with what the hell just happened? <laughs> it's a pretty legit nice. post. Um, no. Baltar doesn't really figure it out, though, does he? He just watches her figure it out. Then he knows. What, what does he figure out? What does Baltar figure out? Yeah. I, I mean, I... I don't think much, man. <laughs> I think only that, okay, she got to see them. They exist in some... Did he tell well, her to stand on the thing? I don't even remember. He looks at it, and it, when he's talking to Head Six, he's like, that's the eye, and they hear him say that. And they're like, oh, that is over there? And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so they kind of <laughs> dumb, they dumb lucked it. God. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Fair, All fair right. criticism. Who else All you right. got? I got Mr. Michael Claudio. So Michael. can we off Rosalind? I had Damn to think that dog. what's that? Damn dog. <laughs> Brutal. I had to think that Adama wasn't looking at her because he is still disgusted at what she did and doesn't really want to talk to her. He did save her life though, but because with Adama there, I'm sure Hila would have cracked her skull in the hull. Mm-hmm. Boy, I hope you enjoyed our wonderful fan fiction about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh did you see those biceps on Anders? Add that shit to the beefcake report. I like the decision by the Silence, the end to box up the Deanna model. You saw from the beginning of the episode that they have been noticing her transgressions over the past couple of weeks slash months. Interesting development at the end with Starbucks little kid drawing and the painting from the Eye of Jupiter. What bigger role does she have to play, if any? Is this just a mere coincidence? Mm. So he's on the line of the Cylons, decided. Cylons, plural. Mm-hmm. Some people do not agree. Mm. Danny Felch. 
Lee Adama is such a dumb fuck staring at Starbuck while Duala's <laughs> right there. He needs a swift kick in the balls about five or six times. Love Hilo. Two people spelled Hilo, Helio, getting right in Rosalind's face. A great scene. This show has consistently fantastic acting. Such a joy to watch. I love the carry ancient KMP7 with huge <laughs> 4X scopes on them and pretend they are <laughs> rifles. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm with true. you on punishing dumbly. Dumbly. Good God. <laughs> to continue on that line from Scott Cummings Jr., the fucking look on Dee's face when she gets the call from Apollo to save who? Fucking Starbuck. It's the best. I need to save your side piece? Fuck out of here. <laughs> the, thing I re- the thing I really enjoy That's about this episode. such a Massachusetts Northeast shit. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I really enjoy about this episode is you're really starting to see the moral failings in Cylon superiority. Cavill makes a call to box the whole Deanna line without the rest of the models to agree. Mm. I think this is the first time this happens in the series. I think he does it because of jealousy, which of course is a fault in humanity, which the Cylons start to look more like each day. Thanks for the tough love, Dean. I love this podcast. Please don't throw me out the air lot. <laughs> Scott's got nothing to worry about. He's a, he's a true blue, that kid. A solid gentleman. A solid gentleman. Salt of the earth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, but Scott thinks, uh, like, like yeah. some other listeners too, that Cavill acted a little more independently. Yep. Tom Chapman, one, Silent Discord, two, Roslyn's hard ass coldness, three, dumbass Cylon nannies, lame rescue drama, two, emo Hilo, three, hmm. Chief, the new religious authority. I, I, I am in line with some of those, but not others, Tom. I like oh. the Silent Discord. I don't like Roslyn's hardcore coldness. Um, I like the Cylon ploy to go after the kiddos. Oh, he must mean them being unable to take care of the baby. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rescue drama. Yeah, pretty much over it. I do like Emo Hilo. I like him getting mad at the president. Yeah, and the chief, the new religious authority. I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, it's, it's a little out of nowhere. And Get a wrench like, in your hand, dude. Grab, pick up a wrench. Put down the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Get you a fucking, fucking wrench set. Get to work. Uh, piccolo. Want to do Piccolo? Where are you at? Piccolo. Oh, my Piccolo. Oh, there he is. All right. <clears throat> like Matthew, during my initial watch of the series back in the day, I was so thoroughly obsessed with the identity of the 12 Cylon models. This second half of a two-parter story gives us a tease of possible identities. Matthew, with Deanna's reaction to at least one of the five faces she sees and the words, I'm sorry, I didn't know, do you believe this face is someone we have seen on the show? If so, whose face do you think would generate that type of reaction from Deanna at this stage of the game? If you had to make one guess. <sighs> you know, you honestly, if I had to make one, one singular guess, it would be Baltar. Okay. That'd be my one. Um, yeah, because that, awesome. that's the only one. And she does say when she gets back, oh, you were right. Like, because there's that that time when he was talking to her, he was like, I very well might be a Cylon. And he kind of elaborates on that a little bit. And, you know, she never really tries to disprove it. She's just, I think she was just like, well, it's not impossible. You, know, you could be one of the unknown models. Um, and maybe that just, she's just talking about that little conjecture of his where she's like, oh, yeah, you were right, actually. <laughs> you were. Yeah. Brian Bl- but, Blake calls Rosalind a, uh, a silent racist. That made me actually smile. That's funny. <laughs> Full-blown silent racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. This is a good well, out, man. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Good stuff. Other than my one barely educated stab in the dark, I have no idea who the, the other fucking Cylon <laughs> models could be. The mystery uh, of this show is going to kill me because we've been watching it for 15 years now. Um, 
feel like I'm never going to know. Awesome. Dude, I'm not going to lie. One quick thing, and I don't normally say this. I'm very much the kind of person who I'm like with shows or movies, even books. I'm like, I want to just dive in, let it take me where it takes me. I'm just going to follow the story. And only if there's something just so glaringly like that destroys everything that was established before it out of nowhere bullshit. I'm mostly like, all right, I want to roll with whatever, whatever you're throwing at me. But I will say this. If we do not know all of the 12 Cylon models by the end of this fucking show, I'm going to be a little pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be a little pissed off. That's going to fucking annoy me if that happens. I at least Should I have tell to you see if their they faces. do that or not? <sighs> Don't tell me. Okay. Don't tell me. Let, me. let me. I will work through my anger or my joy as it comes. Awesome. Yeah. It could be spoiler to tell you either way. All right. All right. All right. Well, here we are. Um, so I just want to... Uh, say thank you to the listeners who uh, who turned out. That was really cool, you guys, to get in there and get active. I really appreciate it. And um, as, as much fun as I have and as much hyperbolic nonsense as I spew sometimes, I do uh, I do truly appreciate everything uh, you guys do in, uh, in, in hanging out and making this show fun for us. Very cool. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, just keep, uh, just keep listening. And if you know anybody watching the show, part, part of the problem... With this whole thing, and this is just me being honest. Part of the problem with this whole thing is that there's so much good TV now. A lot of people just don't have time to go back and watch four seasons of a science fiction show that is pretty good, but not amazing. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. But is it amazing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there's amazing moments for sure. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's a, it's it's hard. It's hard to. It's not uh, you know even me, somebody who loves Battlestar Galactica. I'm not sure I'd listen to a Battlestar Galactica podcast. Truth be told. <laughs> That's just me. Sounds like we marched down the right path. It's just me being honest, but but <laughs> yeah. it's fun. It's thought provoking, and oh, yeah. and uh, at the end of the day, despite despite you know mixed engagement, sometimes great, sometimes little. And I know we were being hard asses, but I truly do, Matthew. This is more for you. I truly do enjoy doing this with you. I, I have uh, it's fun talking about it, and um, obviously we're not going to stop doing this show because at the end of the day, someday. We'll, we'll, we'll always have this. Do you know what I mean? Like when uh-huh. this is done, we'll be like, dude, we have the whole Battlestar Galactica show covered. Isn't that cool? Dive it's in. just cool. Like yeah. it's, it's just sitting there always for anybody who wants to pick it up someday. And in like a lot of the fucking goofy bits we come up with, like that shit's awesome. And that shit's recorded and it's there. And, and someday <laughs> it will, uh, it will ruin our personal lives and careers. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it'll be dredged up and we'll be raked across the coals. It'll be Hopefully beautiful. by then we don't need them. We'll be old and rich. <laughs> by, uh, maybe not rich, but uh, but but hopefully uh, unfireable, I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> but um, anyway, so anyway, I guess I'm just saying I appreciate you guys. Matt, I appreciate doing this with you. Please yeah, know that too, I never man. take any of you guys for granted, and it's just fun to break balls sometimes. I fucking, I'm hamming it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes <laughs> you got to do a little bit extra. <laughs> it's an audio program. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Fouch in the chat. Matt will never be a senator. Oh, I laid those hopes to rest a long time ago, Dan. <laughs> long Chances time Chances of me ago. being a senator pretty fucking slim. <laughs> but uh, alright guys you have a wonderful evening we thank you for your participation as usual and uh, we are out of here Matt tell them goodbye fare thee well hope you show up next time yeah right don't get too cocky 